how do we want to do this? Are we ready? It's weird without clipping. Well, at any time we feel uncomfortable, we say... Rocket League. Well, we say, <laughs> Cliff, what do you think about that? And just assume the next 15 <laughs> minutes of silence are Cliff actually talking. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff is on vacation. He's with his family somewhere in California. I think it starts with a D ends and ends a with D. a land. Yeah, well, yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> Lucky. With an Disneyland <clears throat> in the middle. Yeah, he's down there doing the vacation thing, so we're going to try and do this podcast on our own. We will have our very special obligatory Rocket League section. Do you have stuff to talk about with Rocket League? I don't. Because I don't either. <laughs> that segment is over. We did it. <laughs> and then we talked about, we Rocket, talked about League. Rocket League without Cliff. <laughs> He'll be so happy. Uh, I actually need to play it more. I've got it, and I really, really like it. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, but... I've not, uh, we haven't played together as a group, so I want to do that. We'll have to get that now that I have internet. Oh, yeah, you finally finally got internet? got installed Saturday. Yeah. So. Were they there between 8 a.m. and 2 (laughs) p.m.? Right. Right. (laughs) It's so obnoxious. Why? I don't, I don't understand that. Like, you know, you've got to do it. And you know, it takes about this long to do it. You think it would be like really like. Prompt, like they would yeah. know exactly how long it takes. But you know, they've never done it before, so who knows? That's <laughs> right? eh, whatever. It's so weird. But uh, so, and it's not just, and it's not just cable companies. It's cable companies. It's phone companies. It's anything that has to do with coming to your house to flip a switch. Yeah, and it's seriously that easy. Like mm-hmm. the hookup is not. It's not complicated. No, I'm pretty sure I could do it. But then if something goes wrong, you actually have to pay all the full price to have somebody come out and check it and see what's yeah. wrong and blah, blah, blah. Whereas if they whatever. do it, it's on them. So it's, it's whatever. It. Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> so have you had time now that you've had the Internet? Have you gotten anything new? Have you tried to play anything new? Are you playing anything fun? I started playing Until Dawn, which I love this game already. Is I that, knew I was going to love it. Is that the parkour zombie thing? No. Which one was was that? Daylight? Dying Light. Dying Light. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So Until Dawn is the PS4 exclusive, um, kind of choose-your-own-adventure-y horror movie experience. I'm leaning away from game as we've had this. I've talked about this game a little bit before when I was excited when I bought it during, I think it was the December Black Friday cheap goodness Mm -hmm. sales on the PlayStation Store. But... Um, it's all about the butterfly effect, which is oh, yeah, yeah, how yeah. one one choice can affect some crazy consequence later on. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's not just an Ashton Kutcher movie. The butterfly effect. Oh is yeah, real, I forget. Is you a know, real thing. yeah. I, did you know they made a sequel to that movie? <laughs> I didn't. They did. I don't. Think I I've never seen, saw. I don't it. think I've seen the butterfly you know. effect, or I, it, maybe when I was little when I was little and it had first come out maybe right maybe like on y- pay-per-view or something. you would know if you'd seen it because he basically ends I want to say he ends the movie without an arm he wakes up from one of his little time travel butterfly effect like paradox fingers and he wakes up and he doesn't have an arm that's the that's, and that's the, yeah. the catharsis at the end of the story pretty much like, like don't no mess arm. with fate you might lose an arm that's real weird. It was really weird because I remember watching it, and when he showed up without an arm, the entire audience went, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, it's the way this game's set up, I thought it was kind of interesting. So it, it it's like you do this little prologue, I guess, mm-hmm. introduction that's set a year before the actual game takes place, and you make a choice 
a couple of choices here and there, but those choices don't actually affect the game. It just kind of affects how the story gets set up. These two missing sisters are missing either way. This is how they go missing exactly, I oh. think. Whether you fall off this cliff or not, or I won't go super into details, but premises these two sisters are lost and they have a brother and they have this family haunted cabin essentially out in <laughs> the middle of these creepy snowy woods and a year later he wants to get the group of friends back together at this camp because that's what his sisters would want like they don't want if they go missing and they go missing for a really stupid reason they played a prank on the little sister oh, and God. she ran crying into the woods so it's like <laughs> you guys are totally jerks, and right. <laughs> you totally um that it was really mean what they did, and uh now the two sisters are gone, but all the friends reconnect at the cabin it's kind of it's kind of a weird premise, and the the brother is real weird, so I don't know where this story is going okay. at all. I'm still early on, but so now when you say it's an experience, it's not not a game, is it kind of along the lines of like the the walking dead tale uh stuff where yeah, but you do you do move around the three-dimensional space a little bit more okay. um so you can explore and you find clues so uh, again i've talked about heavy rain before it's very much like heavy rain um but um i really like how it plays into the butterfly effect in this game because you'll find these little totems um and there's certain ones that give you more information to show deaths show about things that could happen in the game so when okay. you pick up this this totem with your hand, you're able to rotate it, and you look into it, and you get a little bit of a little glimpse of the future or what the future could be. That's not necessarily how the game will unfold for you, but depending on your choices, you could have that happen in your game, or you can use that piece of information to try to avoid that fate. I guess. Okay. Um. So that's kind of cool that it gives you little clues to, um, try to play a certain way and maybe try to keep your characters alive because I'm sure there's going to be points when they die. Um, <laughs> and some of them you're going to like a lot more than other characters, so you might not uh, feel so bad about killing certain characters off, maybe. I okay. don't know. We'll right. see where that goes. Um, <clears throat> and each character has a relationship with the other characters. Um, so depending on how you talk to the characters, they will like each other more or less. They will be more honest or or not. Um, so each character has a set of stats that when you make choices, those little bars will shift left or right, and it will show you from where they started to where they are depending on the choices you made. So it's kind of cool just to see, I mean, when you make choices, how that affects all the relationships with the characters, whether that's seeing a, a, a cell phone ring sticking out of a backpack, whether you choose to just ignore it or zip the backpack or pull the phone out to check because it's weird it's like you're in this middle in the middle of this snowy phone waiting for a cable car <clears throat> and this backpack sitting on the bench with a phone ringing hmm. and you're supposed to be going to this place remote location with your friends so it shouldn't be a big deal to pick up the phone right you would think you would think but then bob comes out of the woods <laughs> and i can't remember what his name is i think it's Chris or sure. something. Chris comes out of the woods and he's like, "Oh, you're being dishonest." It's he doesn't sound like an old fogey, uh, but um, <laughs> so but those, like, so you said characters may die, whatever. Yeah, can your character in particular, the character you're playing, can he die and do you have to like respawn and restart? You and blah, play blah, blah. as all the characters, and if you oh. make a choice and they die, they're gone. I think from the story. So really, um, just like Heavy Rain. So see, I've never. That's the thing. I've never played Heavy yeah. Rain. I always remembered seeing it. Yeah, and it so, looked interesting. 
there's no way to lose or fail this game. You make a choice, a character dies, the game continues. Now that part of the story is missing, though, if that character does die. If they had more story to tell, you no longer have access to that story because that character's not there to be a part of it. So it does allow replayability, I think, um, if you really enjoy it. I played. How many characters are there? There's actually quite a few. Um, so yeah, so I mean, theoretically, let's say there's ten. You could have ten different storylines, right? Or so many different variations on those, right. depending if nine characters survive for ten or eight or seven, and who does? And That's I mean, just who a knows? crazy amount of planning and programming, wouldn't you think? I think so, but because I'm not, I'm not a programmer in any way, so I have, I'm just like, hey, I get to play this pretty, pretty game. Yeah. I don't know what went into it. Well, to me, games like that are so interesting to me, but I guess it. There's so much behind the scenes that to make a game like that effective because how easily it would be to create a glaring plot hole if you just all of a sudden removed a character that died. So it's very, I think, definitely like tiptoeing on glass when you make a game like that. But the results have such a high ceiling for greatness if you put together an experience that way. So I can't wait to to play more. And is that all you've been playing? That's basically what I played because I was finagling with my internets and the thing is getting ready. <laughs> but I did buy a uh, infamous second son on yes. the PlayStation flash sale. Yeah. It's, it was here and then it's gone. How much like was that. it? How much did you Eight pay bucks. for it? Oh, I paid like 14. Yeah. Which is still not, that's, 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 I was going to buy it. Bad. I'd buy it for 20. I don't yeah. care. I almost did anyway, but I was like, Oh, eight, it's $8. a lot of fun. I'll buy it. now. Do you have a PS4 or PS4 pro PS4? Okay. I don't have a 4k TV yet. So oh yeah. So it's kind of, the games yeah. are pretty enough. They've never, I've never been disappointed. Yeah, so. and I mean, even if you end up getting a 4K TV with HDR, you can still get the HDR out of your regular PS4, and that alone, like, you'd be really right. surprised. Well, you wouldn't be surprised because you're a video guy. You yeah. know what that's all about. Yeah, I have my own opinions on <laughs> high you, resolution oh, and, and things. So Really? Yeah. We'll have to talk about that sometime. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah. All I'm right. going to go home and play more, though, so yeah, I can't wait to... To revisit until dawn and talk about it again. Yeah, that sounds. I didn't um, know anything about it. So no, yeah, I definitely I mean, recommend it if you catch it on a sale again. I mean, I got it for eight. I think eight bucks. It was. It's a twenty dollars <laughs> game that goes on sale for eight dollars right. when they do the the good sales. So all right, cool. Um, if you're a PS4 owner, definitely check that one out. So for sure, for sure. Um. So yeah, I did a bit of shopping this weekend too. Even though the one th- one that I bought, so I bought Hyperlight Drifter. <clears throat> I think Cliff was playing that too a little yeah. bit, and uh, he said it was great. Yeah, Cliff has been playing. He said it's incredible. Uh, my friend Will is the one who was like, you guys need to talk about it. So we'll talk about it once I start playing it. I just bought it. Yeah, um, And it, it's kind of similar to the old Zelda games. Is that's that what I've been told. Yeah. So like an NES adventure. Mm-hmm. But with this, game, there's but... no, there's no dialogue. There's no talking. There's yeah. no, there's no like dialogue boxes that pop up or anything. Uh, just a minimal amount of instruction. Yeah. I think is what Clifford said, but yeah. other than that, it's just all music and visuals. Yeah, and it's kind of that retro style, and it it looks really pretty. It looks like really it's cool, real, real cool looking. Yeah, so yeah. I've always been. I see that one scrolling through the the store, and I'm like, that looks interesting. I should play that sometime. But I got a plenty of other games to play, so I'd have. To, I know that's the thing. Like, I spent twenty dollars on that, and I spent twenty dollars on Final Fantasy fourteen. Which one's that? That's the the online one, the multi the MMO. Okay. 
Yeah, so um, I was really excited when Kevin said he was going to stop paying for World of Warcraft. I was like, oh, yay, we have time back. And then I found out he was supplanting that with Final Fantasy Online, the final, okay. and he's going to start playing that. And we've been talking about trying to find a game we could play together. So I've been checking it out. I've always been curious about it. I like the Final Fantasy games. I've just never yeah. finished one ever. So why not start a game that you theoretically could never finish because it's an MMO? Yeah. So I'll always be able to play it no matter what. Um, so I got that, and I've installed it, and I've just got to make sure that I get on the right server so I can play with all my friends and all that, and I'll know more about what I think about that here in a week or so. Yeah. But um, other than that, I'm going to – I've been replaying. I just started replaying the Devil May Cry reboot DMC that came out, what, like four years ago? Yeah. Uh, I love that game. I have always been a fan of, like, the hack and slash button mashers yeah. that actually have some kind of depth to their fighting system, but you yeah. can still get by with just – pressing every button you can um so because i remember playing the first devil may cry when it came out on the ps2 and i remember playing that thinking holy crap all the blood and all the flying around and all these weird monsters and these crazy combos and being able to just fire the the gun uh what i forget what the guns are called yeah they have cool names don't they yeah is it ebony and ivory Honestly, I think that's what it is. Is that what it is? I honestly think that's what it is. But there, that's always fun, is just, like, slashing a monster up into the sky and then juggling them with your gun. Bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. I've always wanted to play those. I don't know why I've never tried one. Um, They're and I've good. been wanting to play a good beat-em-up, so. Yeah. yeah. Like, did you like, do you like the God of War games? Oh, yeah. So if you like God of War, then you're going to love the Devil May Cry games, because yeah. it's that similar kind of mechanic it's god of war tends to be a little more the cameras tends to be a little more pulled back yeah so you get more to see yeah it's, the scope of god of war is just massive yeah. right so oh this yeah this is a little more intimate experience yeah and there's i mean there's times where you're running down a hall that's uh, a corridor that's just you can barely fit down it but you're going down at full tilt it, down the stairway trying yeah. to smash these monsters that are flying around um so yeah but devil may cry it's always been a good game but it's always been unforgivingly difficult um, even on the normal on the normal difficulty and easy difficulty, I can get through them on easy and normal. Normal is where I start to have problems. The next level above that, like you can unlock even more difficulty as you finish the game. But you get to keep all your stuff. So you get to redo it, replay it at a higher difficulty. It's just insane. Um so it's it's a lot of fun. And DMC, I really like the the reboot because they modernize it. It's not this gothic um like this gothic castle setting, almost like the old Castlevania games, yeah. uh, where it's kind of like Castlevania with swords instead of whips. Um, but Whatever you're one, into. Yeah, but the new one, it's all modernized and all this, like, because uh, you're going back and forth between Limbo and the real world, and it's it's just really cool. Visually, it's insanely pretty. And I know we talk about pretty all the time, yeah, we but like it's really games. pretty. But it's one of those games where it's equally as uh, it's equally as fun to play as it is to f- fun to look at. Yeah. So there's that. And another one that's fun to play that I keep playing that I'm going to finish because I love it is Ori in the Blind Forest. That's what I've been playing for the last couple of weeks. And if I had more time in my life, I'd probably be done with it by now. Yeah. But I'm also kind of going through Ori uh, almost in a completionist kind of way. Um. Which is not usually my thing. Yeah, it's funny. Sometimes games will grab you like that. Like, yeah. there's a few games that I've had that attitude toward. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. But well, and the the style of it because it's the very Metroidvania style. It's it's it makes you kind of have to go back through these places anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I'll open up my map, and once I've found the little map stone and put it into where it needs to go, and I open up more of the map, and I see all the icons pop up, and I'm like, oh, oh I'm going to go back there, even though I've been through there three times, but I've got this new double jump, or I've got this dash or something. Yeah. Um, and it makes me want to go back through. And, of course, I've gone back through and died and died and died <laughs> trying to get to this thing. And when I finally get to it, I'm like, well, I can't, I can't even jump that high. <laughs> so oh, no. I just wasted that, that time. Yeah. But it was okay because it's so much fun. Uh, and I posted a video, and I just made you watch the video before yeah, we, we started just recording. It. Yeah, it got me excited to play this game. Another yeah. game that I bought around Black Friday on their sale right. on Xbox One, and I just haven't played it yet. I just stocking up for a rainy day, and we've had plenty of those. But I'm like, we're in Seattle. We yeah. have more of those it's, rainy days than anyone. Um, oh, it's so good, though. But it, yeah, it was like frantic, high intensity. Um, yeah, it's, it was an epic payoff. Yeah, because that cutscene that it goes into. Oh, I don't, I can't even tell you. So good. Yeah. I, I don't even know what's going on, but it looks yeah, no. cool. And that's, that's so. kind of why I wanted to post something. I've wanted to post a video. Um, and that moment, that, that, that few minute moment that I posted, the few minutes of gameplay, was probably some of the most fun uh, I've had doing like playing a platformer type game. Yeah. Because the mechanics are, the control is insanely good. And it's really, really tight. And these different mechanics that you pick up and, and abilities you pick up are kind of different than a lot of games that I've played, especially the one jump move where you can latch onto these projectiles and launch yeah. yourself. And that I've never really seen anything kind of like that mechanic before. Yeah. And once you finally get it down, they throw you into this insane level where that's all you use and it's all about timing and making sure you're aiming yourself the right way. Yeah. Uh and I played it for about 20 minutes trying to get through it, and I would die, and I would stand up and, like, shake like I was having a stroke, and then I'd sit down and be like, okay, I can do this. And then I finally got through it into that cutscene with the giant thing, and oh, it's so good. It's posted if you want to check it out on our website and on our Facebook and YouTubes and all that yeah. crap. Um, does this – are you following this story? Yeah. Um, pretty well compared yeah. to a game maybe, like, Inside? Oh, yeah. I mean, some of these artsy games like this – Oh yeah, well, don't so, necessarily have the. Oh yeah, there's the a, there's story, an actual but. story going on here, and I stopped the video where that where we watched where it ended. Um, I cut it there because it immediately starts with a story. Got it. A story element like the, it's narrated by some being or whatever in a different language, and it narrates it and then puts up subtitles basically across the screen, and it tells the story as you go. But I wanted to make sure that I didn't give any real story element yeah. away. No, that was like a perfect kind of gameplay trailer moment yeah. in the game. It kind of makes you just want to play it, and you're like, what's going on? I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued. So. Yeah, now that I can record gameplay, because I've never done that before. Yeah. And now I'm like, I will, I've got my uh, PC to record the last five minutes yeah. of whatever I'm playing. Oh, that's, that's smart. Just Yeah. That way, if I'm, I'm like, oh, that scene was that amazing, was cool. or that move that I just pulled out, that was great. And then I can pause it and go and edit awesome. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm way better than I thought I was, even though I still totally suck. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, Ori in the Blind Forest, even if it's even if you pay twenty bucks or twenty five bucks for the definitive Whatever edition, which I found out definitive edition, there's a couple of more expanded areas within the game. And I wanna say new music. Okay. Or different music in certain places. Anyway, if it's an extra five bucks or so, totally worth it. Right. So the game is the game is incredible. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start playing that soon. Yeah, I, mean, I feel, I feel left out now. Well, it's like, and because we bought it on sale, we've got the definitive edition and the other yeah, version. Yeah, it was weird. Like, for some reason, when you 
buy one version of this yeah. game. Your library gets populated with both. Okay. Why you need them, I have no idea. It's whatever. But I'll take I'm, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and I also installed, I, I bought Soma, which is the, I think it's the underwater, like you're in a, in a it's a survival. Okay. Dark stuff, dead things game. I don't know. I just I bought it. It looked good, and it's yeah. Was so, that on? Uh, it was on Steam. On Steam. Sale. Yeah. So I bought it on the Steam sale. I think it was the Black Friday sale. It was one of the first. Oh yeah, it was when I got really really drunk at Thanksgiving. I was like, that looks really Soma good. Sounds fun. I'll buy it. So yeah, I finally installed that, and I'll start playing that at some point. Anyway, that's that. That's well, what we've been playing. Speaking of beat 'em ups, um, yes. Have you seen? This For Honor game. So I was like, I've seen, I've seen it, but I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it looks like another stupid like Skyrim ripoff. Blah 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 blah. I didn't know what kind of game it was. I just thought it had that aesthetic to it. Yeah, which it does have that aesthetic, but I didn't know it was like a melee combat. Yeah, have you have you kind of done a little digging? I so I saw in the show notes, have you seen this For Honor game? And I immediately (laughs) looked it up and saw. Uh, somebody's 36 executions or something. Okay. And I watched that and I was like, holy shit. The, what is this? Yeah, this game oh. seems very interesting. Now, my only concern right now is I don't know if this is a f- game I want to buy full price because I just don't know how much am I going to get out of this game because it's kind of like the premise is really cool. It's like a game I've always wanted to play, mm-hmm. but just like any other kind of fighting game, it's like, is that really a full game? Like, it, it doesn't give you this compelling story. It doesn't. Right. But maybe the, the mechanics and the combat is good enough to merit that price, right? Um, but it's kind of this, you throw a couple of dudes into in an arena and just melee combat, right? Yeah, so it's, fight to the death. it's all about... Um, I mean, swinging your flail, your sword in specific directions and blocking certain areas. So I've heard it. the combat system is fairly deep, kind of closer to a fighting game, even though it it's more of that third person mm-hmm. action. So it's kind of a hybrid of, of um, I'm trying to think of like what. Like Tekken. Yeah, along with playing maybe Skyrim, but your your controls are much, because Skyrim, the controls aren't anything special. Yeah, no. It's block or swing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but this actually has a pretty deep fighting system, and each of the different, because you can play as, like, knights or samurais, and each one of those, they have heavy, light, and medium mm-hmm. classes, which will have different weapons, and their fighting styles will be different. Um, would you call, would you classify it as, like, a MOBA? Maybe kind maybe of not so, but not so massive. Because yeah. I think the the main idea is you play it like a three v three. Right. So you're playing with your team of three guys, and this is also one of the the complaints I hear with the game is it if one once one of your teammates dies, it quickly becomes very hard to come back from that because right. double teams aren't something that are very easy to. Um, balance um or a three a 1v3 right um that's going to be very tricky um there are gameplay elements that you can get like buffs when you're getting overwhelmed by by an uh outnumber like that Um, i think there's like revenges yeah and it can allow you to come back but it still sounds like it's fairly tricky but again like is it is it supposed to be fair? Like once one of your guys dies, I mean, a three right? You kind of need to have something to level the playing field, yeah. even if it's just for two seconds. Yeah, and on the flip side, once you're outnumbered, like you shouldn't expect to come back and win, right? 
Right. That, as fighting goes, well, yeah. usually. So, I mean, I don't think that's the biggest complaint. But, I, again, getting just beaten up once one one teammate dies is never going to be fun. Right. So, um, that... Yeah, I was watching... You might some, enjoy that differently. I was watching or, some gameplay videos just so I could try and understand what the game was about. And uh, it showed... Uh, like it was somebody's top five uh, executions or, or something. And the one guy coming back, it was one, it was 2v1 at some point. And he had a guy on either side of him. And he was, it looked like I was watching somebody doing some kind of a dance. Yeah. And he was dancing around and just bashing everybody and blocking everything just so perfectly. So you could tell that there it's not just a, you get dropped in here and you have to smash every button and hope to God one of those hits lands. It's you actually have to pay attention to see where the swing's coming from, where they're going. Right. And it, it seems like it visually does a pretty good job of that. Like, if you have a shield, it kind of has three, I think, kind of, it's like up and lower, right and left. Is kind of, just looking at gameplay, mm-hmm. I could, that's kind of what I could grasp. So you could put your shield in certain locations and just <clears> reading their swings. And that's a really interesting mechanic to me. Like, I'm really into that idea. And it doesn't seem as complex as a fighting game where you just press, like, down, down, back, up, X. Like, <laughs> and these really weird arbitrary combinations that actually don't mimic don't feel what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why that makes an energy ball come out of my hand. Like, there is nothing <laughs> about, like, stepping back three times and then forward square that makes me shoot an energy blast. Like, that never made sense with me as much fun as a fighting game could be. Oh, yeah. Because I loved playing Injustice, but that never felt natural. So, if this game can allow me to, I don't know, fight in the same way as a fighting game without those arbitrary controls i would be very interested in a game like that um it would be cool if they put it in vr and gave you the playstation move controllers ooh. and you could just swing your sword and block with your hands like yeah. actually oh that would be that's great. next level yeah and that'll probably that's not awesome happen. <laughs> it better happen so do you think you're gonna end up getting this eventually is it one of those you're gonna wait to see if it goes on sale or if enough people because it's getting great reviews people really really like yeah this game it seems too. like a solid game i'm just wondering like <laughs> is this like, is there enough content to this game? Well, isn't that kind of what people said or were wondering what they were going to do with Overwatch? Right. Where they're like, well, if you have to have people to play this game, and that's all it is, is there going to be enough to the game yeah. to keep, you know, A, to justify the price tag, and to keep people coming back to it? Well, obviously there is with Overwatch. Yeah, I mean, that thing's sure. just taken off. That's definitely, that's not, so I, I'm definitely open to that idea that this game is worth that because i've seen a game like overwatch where i totally think all of its game modes all its characters all the variety um offers you a great experience um mm-hmm. this game doesn't obviously have that variety just at first glance mm-hmm. um but i could be persuaded because well, you're trading in guns and exploding <laughs> things and being able to fly around to a very archaic medieval you've got a sword and a shield yeah. and that's kind of, and then you might eat some weird potion, and you're strong for two two seconds. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and there's uh, environmental houses as well, so you can kick people into oh, holes yeah. and stuff. I so I mean, there's get kicked I think, off uh, the side of a castle. So I mean, the variety in maps could be a big thing too. Like, oh, do they have really good level design? And I mean, there is range. You can be an archer and things mm-hmm. like that too. I believe. Okay. Um, I have I haven't seen that gameplay as, as yeah I don't much, think I have either but I I think I read I know that. there's a ninja um yeah so and it, I really want the different like ninjas and samurais and knights and things to feel 
different enough too, right? You don't want the the light, medium, and heavies all to feel the same. Doesn't right. matter what skin you're wearing or what color your clothes are. Oh yeah, I was um, like, well, Ken and Ryu and Street Fighter. It's like, oh, they're two different characters, and they have the exact same moveset. Yeah, so I that that would be something that I'd be like, that's not worth the full price of admission, right? Because right? um, yeah, if, you might have had twenty different characters in Street Fighter, but you really only had about maybe four different play yeah. styles at yeah, the most. So I'm playing Overwatch. Each of those characters is so different. Mm-hmm. So that immediately right there is like, okay, that's that's great. Um, and if this game can kind of do that same thing and make, if I'm f- swinging a flail around versus slashing a sword and stabbing um, some dude, like that's that's a cool experience. If they can put weight to those weapons um and some of those weapons you've have you seen some of the executions and stuff that they pull off in that game yeah. like i had no idea that's what i was getting into when i yeah. looked up videos of that game yeah that's it, fun it looks real it looks <laughs> really good oh yeah it's a great looking game so um this is a game i want i want to totally be worth every penny because it just it looks fun and it's well, a and game hopefully it'll i mean well not hopefully i mean i hope it sells a whole ton at that price and then it goes down in price in another month or two because that seems to be how games are so yeah. i'm guessing you know by april or may find it for 35 bucks right and if i could if they gave me that price i'd no problem i'd, yeah. I'd give it a test drive Sweet. Um, or i'll maybe i'll research a little bit more and actually kind of see what people think after a week or mm-hmm. um because i know there was a open beta i think for this game that yeah i remember seeing people that. poured a lot of time into before the full game came out or um whatnot so i think there's a pretty good consensus that it's a pretty solid game Sweet. Um, so that's good cool 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 um, and there's a lot of other new games coming up there's too. a lot coming um, out and we and know or there's has a lot coming out. out through the next month but right. just in the next week um Tomorrow we get Halo Wars 2. And when people are listening to this, it'll be two days be, ago. Yeah, or yeah, yesterday or the day before yesterday or mm-hmm. who knows, but February 21st. Yeah, yeah, Anyway, because games usually come out on Tuesdays, as we've probably learned over the years. Yeah, and why, I'm, I'm curious, why do why do music, so it used to be Music's music. Music Friday. Music used, used to, to be, be Tuesdays. Music used to be Tuesdays. Yeah, music used to be Tuesdays. Video games are Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Movies used to be Fridays or Wednesdays. I don't. I don't know. Fridays or Wednesdays, but now they're doing like they did. They started doing the midnight showing thing, so yeah. it was technically still Friday. Oh, I've got but tickets. But now it's to... Thursday, and now it's like eight p.m. on Thursday, and now it's like six p.m. on Thursday. And now it's just Thursday. And it's like yeah, just I've got my tickets for Beauty and the Beast 3D IMAX. Uh, the night before it comes. Uh, the night before its release date, whatever right. the opening night for whatever reason. So yeah, I don't understand it. But anyway, the fact is, games come out on Tuesdays typically. And the one that came out a couple of days ago was something I've never played any game in this series except for maybe five minutes. So I've never played a Halo game. Yeah. Have um, you? I've played most Halo games. I didn't play the first Halo Wars much. I had some buddies that were really into it. Is Halo Wars... Halo Wars is an RTS, so a real-time strategy. Uh, okay. Um, so it might look kind of like StarCraft. I've actually... I don't I don't really know, but um, this, I felt like this kind of came out of nowhere, too. Like, I didn't... I had been hearing about Halo Wars, but all of a sudden I was like scrolling around and I was like, "Oh, it comes out like now." I was <laughs> like, "That's kind of kind of interesting." I don't I don't know if this is a game I I will play, but really? um, I think a game that you and I both might be looking forward to mm-hmm. a shiny new PS4 exclusive being yes. Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. It looks really really good, and that's like that's the game where they um, they were showing that off a lot uh, in the run up to the PS4 Pro coming out. 
because it was, I want to say it was the first game that was in development, or at least that Sony had going for them, that really was the, the showcase for the PS4 Pro. That's what they were using to kind of show that off. Yeah. So it's always looked really interesting, like the whole mechanical animals thing. I'm dying to find, it's like, really, I kind of want to find out more, like, what happened? Yeah. It's got a yeah, really interesting feel to it, being like, yeah, you're in the wild with, like, robots. Yeah. But it seems okay. And it's so, like in a post-post-apocalyptic like future where everything died and is gone and then came back yeah. and then what how how is it post post what like I, I saw that somewhere I'm like how is it post post I guess yeah they like did they recover from the apocalypse kind of right and, kinda but like what created like did machines I don't I don't even know where to begin yeah uh, but it looks real good mm-hmm. I want to play it and the um, the female protagonist. Like that's you don't really you yeah. don't see that a lot in a lot of like big triple A front and center action games. Yeah. For sure. That's real cool looking. But nothing seems off about it. Like they created this really believable world mm-hmm. where like there's wild machines, like wild so that's yeah. That seems really, really neat. They look completely natural and um, they don't look out of place. And you get to see a chick take down this giant tyrannosaur looking <laughs> robot yeah. made out of randomly seemingly random machine parts. That just happened to be laying around? I'm super cool with it. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool with it, too. I just, I really want to know what happened for them to get to this point in the world. We'll just have to play it next week. Oh, yeah. Well, I won't play it next week. I'm not going to get, I can't, I can no longer <laughs> afford to buy games as they are released. I have to wait. Because yeah. I just, I can't. I can't drop 60 bucks every couple of weeks on a game. Right. It's, it's, it's too expensive. It's tough. That's why we play or in the blind forest, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I love the Steam sale and the flash sales on yeah. uh, PlayStation 4, on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. Um, what was that game that came out originally on the PS3 that had the girl, the the the, the, uh, the other game that had the, she had the long red hair, the female protagonist, on what was the game? What Give me a little bit called? more. She had long red hair. It was a PlayStation 3 game. It came out. It was released with the PlayStation 3. Oh, jeez. So 15 years ago. No, was it 15 years ago? No. Something like that. It's been a long time. Wow. No, it can't. Yeah, it was like 2007. Oh, oh PS3. Yeah, it'd be yeah PS3. PS3. Red hair? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Heavenly Sword. Oh, I was going to... I didn't, I didn't think that game was like... I, I don't know where my brain was. Yeah, I don't know either. I had Heavenly Sword in my mind, but I honestly <clears throat> didn't think that's what you were asking. Yeah, me. Heavenly Sword. It was a PS3 uh, exclusive, and it was released when uh, when the PS3 came out. Yeah, it was, it was one of the release games. Ninja Theory did it? Hmm. Sure. Uh, anyway, anyway, so there's that. There's the answer to that question that we finally figured yeah. out. What was the relevance of that question? Uh, no, that was the last. That was the last game that I remember coming out that had a female lead. Oh, that got was it. that heavily. It was that heavily hyped. Yeah. Um. So what my worry is with Horizon Zero Dawn is Heavenly Sword was crazy hyped, just like Horizon Zero Dawn is being crazy hyped. Both feature yeah, was, a female lead and both have long red hair. The Heavenly Sword it was crazy garbage. It wasn't crazy garbage <laughs> so much. It I liked it. A lot of people didn't. It yeah. was not quite the game that I think a lot of people were hoping for. 
um, or it was, or its control scheme brought it down, or something. So something about a, it brought it down. It looked fantastic, and it was really it was really a great showcase for the PS3 at the time. So, I just hope that Sony kind of learned from that one, and uh, they're not going to repeat that same kind of mistake with yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. All the preview reviews that I've been reading are Seems, saying it's yeah, legit. It, so, yeah. um, it's the real deal. Yeah, I hope to see a little <clears> bit more because this is a game that I would potentially consider getting um sooner than later because it mm-hmm. looks like a like something i really want to play and this is uh from those that brought us Killzone or the Killzone franchise right um are you familiar with the Killzone games i know them and i think i've i think i've played oh i played one once on uh when when before playstation now decided to uh <laughs> not work on my tv yeah. uh i had gotten my tv and tried it out and I, that was one of the games that i played yeah and i was like oh this is kind of fun yeah i was a big fan of the first kill zone mm-hmm. um i really liked that universe it was cool but i think the problem with that kill zone franchise it felt too heavily into the conventional shooter world like it didn't do anything much different mm-hmm. um and it, it was they were really solid shooters but they did look really good like their graphics were always like top notch nice um but I, they yeah they weren't anything yeah. groundbreaking and i, think I remember that's... seeing them and i remembered i remember seeing their logos and stuff like i would always see that game when i went to gamestop or somewhere right. and i would see that cover and immediately you know yeah. you're like that it's a recognizable kind of it's very well marketed yeah um <laughs> but I never played exactly it. back it up later on. But I'm excited to see those people make a different game because they do make solid games. But I think they were stuck on, yeah, um, like being this, typecast. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. If, what if Call of Duty went and made not Call of Duty? Like, how great would that game maybe be? Because it's not that would Call probably be really really good. It's a great game. Get hint hint. <laughs> those that make right? Call of Duty go make something else. Who makes Call of Duty? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody. We don't want to give them any more free publicity. I know. I mean, when they've only got 115 of those games. Yeah, they don't they <laughs> need any they don't need any help. No. Huh. So, well, yeah. Okay, so Horizon Zero Dawn, that comes out next, next week. week. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And this, this kind of launches us into the the cycle of never-ending good games to come out for the next well, you think never-ending Sup- good games. Supposedly. Right. Like, the, the hype train is coming. Yeah. I think that's that's a good way to put it. Um, well, the hype train has been on the way. We've seen the hype train on the way, and we're just waiting for it to derail with one of these one of these big games coming out in the next six months that everybody's waiting for. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to totally bomb. It's going to be a stink fest. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. Um, I just know it. One so, of those things could be the Nintendo Switch. It could be. I really hope it's not. <laughs> I really want the Nintendo Switch to be good, but I bring this up because um, apparently there was a video floating around on the internet that kind of showed off the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Because um, someone got their hands on one, right? But apparently that was, like, stolen. Yeah, because the guy played it off as, I got my pre-order Switch two weeks early. Can you believe it? How amazing am I? And then he yeah. posted video. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. But, I mean, he wasn't totally wrong, but, like, I think someone within the distributor... Stole it and then resold it, I guess. Right. So, like, he might have fairly purchased it, I guess, yeah. in quotations, because it's yeah. not fair. But, like, yeah. 
uh, again, if you how buy stolen goods, it. you're not really at fault because you don't really know. But we all know that the Nintendo Switch isn't out yet, and right. we're trying to show it off. And you probably shouldn't do. And that. apparently, someone has been removed from their job over this. So um, <laughs> that person was caught switch handed. So how's your microphone um, there? Are you, are you good with great. it? Great. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to sit up straighter, better posture for okay. better speaking. Yeah. Um. But so, but still, even even if it seemed a little questionable, like I can't imagine that the guy, if he ended up buying it from somebody who lifted it off the back of a truck, I can't imagine that it in that moment it felt like a good thing to be doing. <laughs> Absolutely, like there had to be something shady about that to begin with as you went in. So I'm not sure why he would post video of this probably stolen system. Yeah, knowing full well that Nintendo is like Santa Claus. They're everywhere. They will find you. And if you have been naughty, they're going to nail your ass to the wall. So they did they end up taking it back from him or, or, or whatever? Because I know that something has gone down over it. Right. So I, I don't know. But that yeah. was, I saw that and I'm like, why would, man. Yeah, that's funny. Think about how that deal went down though. Like, <laughs> Hello, sir. Would you like to purchase this uh, Nintendo Switch? It's not even, it's, 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 it's I got not it even for you. yet. And he's like, in good sure. conscience, yes, Why? I would love it. And I will put it on the YouTubes. <laughs> Here, everybody, look at the game you can't buy. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have it. I know I that. don't have games for it because he didn't black market sell me those. Yeah, what did he even, what did he, what was. I think he was just showing off the menus and stuff. What? And uh. um, I guess the hard drive space is around 25 gigabytes when they're marketed as, what, 32? 32. But the well, oper- I mean, so that's... now we know the operating system is blah. Because mm, you... people care about this stuff. It seems weird. Well, yeah, but it's like any time that something is advertised with X amount of memory, you immediately want to drop, what, five to seven yeah, gigs off of that? that. Like, we know like... our phones aren't as big as they say. We know yeah. a one terabyte hard drive Xbox or PS4 isn't actually that big. We know that. I don't. We don't need to... Which also makes me just, at it, some point, when is Nintendo going to figure out that 32 gigs is not enough space? It's right. just not. Granted, I get that it's going to be a... Car- is it a cartridge-based um, system? Is that what it's going to be? I th- it has to be cartridge-based because there's no installation. Like, you're, you're not going to have to install a game on it to play it. Yeah. Unless it's a digital purchase. Right. So if you purchase it digitally, then yeah, you're going to have to download it and install it and keep it there. Yeah. But other than that, I'm assuming it's a cartridge-based system. Yes. So. I think that's, yeah, is that what we've learned? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm guessing yes. But on the flip side of Nintendo not understanding that 32 gigabytes is just not even a number these days, they do let us use the very easily accessible SD card Mm -hmm. to enhance the space of our systems. It's been on the 3DS, the Wii. I mean, Oh, see, I never and I never thought to do that. You, you literally just buy one off the shelf at Target or wherever, and you can increase your, your memory. It's can not you play games off. Like, yeah, download that's games how off the, of that? that's oh, okay. how the memory was. Like your 3ds, you can just put a big old SD card in there and have all kinds of space. Um, see, I and the, for the Nintendo Switch, you could put in a up to two terabyte SD card. Uh, those ridiculous. don't really exist yet, but it will support <laughs> But when they those. do... <laughs> there has been prototypes. They've been shown off, like, one terabyte SD cards, which is just bananas right. to think about. <laughs> like a, a terabyte the size of your fingernail. It's silly. That's insane. Um, why I have these ho- giant boxes all around my house <laughs> with videos all over them. Right. Um, all up inside them. Nintendo Switch is also 
unlike former Nintendo consoles, your purchases will be linked to your account and not to your console. Was so, that something? Is that are they just now starting that? I thought they a, did that with the Wii U. I don't think so. That's okay. what I was reading. No, um, I be, I believe it because I mean it's not like I you, I didn't have multiple people owning a Wii U, so right. I never got a chance to there really try that out. Comparing, yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be so good though. They're again getting up to speed with the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be able to, I guess, if you upgrade a system later on, you'll have those digital games available. Right. Because um, I knew, yeah, it was a pain. Like when you bought Wii games, you could get them onto your Wii U by transferring them and then like paying another dollar. It was all of this silly nonsense. Like just let me buy your old game that you're still somehow making money off of, even though it was made in the 80s. Like right. why are you selling me this? Because <laughs> the nostalgia factor, people yeah. want it. But, so yeah, but and it's now it's nice. You can only you only have to buy it the one time. Yeah, and if your or switch so takes we a crap, think. well, I'm I'm Is hoping it's safe yes. to assume it's that safe to assume this will be the last time I have to buy Mega Man Two. <laughs> yeah, and all, aren't they aren't they talking about a uh, GameCube emulator coming for the Switch yeah. uh, on the on the Virtual Console? Yeah, yeah, yeah we we're going to see because GameCube games weren't ever. On Virtual Console before. No, they right? weren't. I think yeah. I think they're on the so, way for it, too, yeah. with this. That'll be nice, too. Yeah, that will open up a whole new library of old games. Yes. <laughs> as that weird as that sounds, it. but I guess Nintendo is the... They're kind of the kings of the old games, right? Well, yeah, like, and I mean, if you think about it, if you're like, oh, I remember playing Super Mario Brothers. I played that 20 years ago, or I played that two weeks ago. Because it's one of those games where it's, it's a timeless game. It's... Yeah. And the those, replayability, it's just fun. And those games generally do hold up better, I think. Yeah. Um, a lot of, I mean, maybe it comes down to the simplicity of the game, so the mechanics don't age poorly. Right. Like, you go back and play an old platformer, it still plays very well. Yeah. You go back and play an old golden shooter, <laughs> it doesn't, it does not play well at no. all. We somehow did a disservice to us and, and played those games in the first place and thought, this is amazing. Fun. Like this isn't actually working. But yeah, no. We love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I had that exact experience trying to play GoldenEye fairly recently. I was like, right. "This isn't how games are supposed to be at all." No. I'm gonna go play. <laughs> I never a, played GoldenEye, I'm and go I can tell you that's not how it first works. First-person shooter now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Switch is all over the place. What about? Uh, do you really think Sony is going to go and make a new handheld? I don't know. This is kind of funny. Uh, this popped up. Uh, did you did you click? I that clicked. Link? I, yeah, I checked the link out, and um, I, it looked interesting. It's almost like, from what I saw, I was like, "Oh, hey guys, here at Sony, did you see what Nintendo's doing? <laughs> what do you think?" Yeah. And then they're gonna try and market if this actually if this is a real thing, because what it looks like it looks like the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. With the two controllers on the side of a screen. Right. And it is hard to say exactly what this is. So this popped up on some Japanese website that I can't, I'm not. Oh, I clicked on it and Google translated it for me. Yeah, so this page is Google translatable and you can get a lot of information from it. Um, But a patent was filed for this drawing. Um, But this is an old patent. But this article was recently published. How old is the patent? I think it was from 2015. Okay. Um, but again, like, these things can be in the works for, I mean, patents happen way ahead of time, right? Right. Um, but this got published today questioning the future of a Nintendo, 
uh, Sony, a new Sony handheld system. So PS Vita owners out there might be prematurely excited. Um, all three of you out there. <laughs> um, but it it does, it is shockingly similar to a Nintendo Switch. It is kind of funny because it's literally a tablet <laughs> that looks like you cut the handles off of a DualShock controller and glued them to the sides of it. Right. It is quite comical picture. <clears throat> this, I mean, it's a hilarious joke, if anything, that someone sketched this up. Um, it's just, it. yeah, it, it. I honestly wonder if somebody took a pre, like, a schematic or a drawing of, like, the Nintendo Switch in its <laughs> infancy, and they were like, hey, let's slap Sony's name on this and say, look what we did. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. Who knows what this actually is at this point? Um, wow. Yeah. It, it like it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny to look at. I don't. I mean, in theory, the way that it's set up, because it's got the controllers off to the side, and it looks way more handleable than than like because I've tried a PS Vita or yeah. at least the original PSP or something, and the way that it fit in my hand, like I've got big hands, and something about it just didn't seem right. So I've never tried the Vita. I don't know how that would fit yeah. in my big old man hands, but this definitely looks like something I'd be okay with because you can actually wrap your hands around what feels like a controller even though it's strapped onto a screen. Right, and this would allow you to play the more hardcore games on right. a handheld because I think that's something that never really drew me to um, a, a PSP or a PS Vita was these were hardcore games on a handheld, but the handheld system itself wasn't built to be played that way. Right. Like, I love my 3DS because I play fairly simple, I mean, platforming games or... Right. I, they realize that the games that are going on to that aren't these hardcore. They well, they might be hardcore games, but they're not that that style yeah. of hardcore where you've got where I really need a controller that is all designed for ergonomics, speed, and dexterity right. to be able to do combinations and and things. But on a handheld, that's creates a challenge. Yeah, it's all like the 3ds. Um, they were like, look what we can do with this console. Whereas with the PS Vita, it's like, look what this console can do. Yeah, and exactly. it's like that's it, that's great that it can do that. But if I can't play it, the or way it's, it's meant to be played, or, or yeah, or, if it hurts after ten minutes, like, it's like I'm playing just, a wafer. Like I, yeah, I'm imagining like it's not far from an iPad, like holding an iPad, right? It's right. not. There's not curves to it that right. fit into my hand and <clears throat> um, allow me to press buttons at lightning speed. So yeah, so if this is actually a thing, well, cool. Yeah, cool. I probably, maybe. I still probably won't buy it. I won't buy it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Sony, um, just give up the give up the handheld game. And I, I say that, but even though I know that the PS Vita is actually done, they wouldn't have kept it around for this long if it wasn't doing something. Yeah. For so obviously there are people playing it. It's yeah. a thing. I'm not besmirching any any PS Vita owners' choice <laughs> in gaming system. I think it's great because yeah. somebody has to buy it. Yeah, just, and I've thought about it, but I most just of the time can't I'm do it. happy sitting down at my TV with a console. I know, like I don't, I never have wanted to play God of War on the go. I guess is a good way to put it. That's probably the wrong game to pull out of thin air on that argument because I would take God, I would take Kratos with me if I could. I would play God of War. Well, yeah, I would take yeah, any would. good game with me anywhere. I would do it. But. <laughs> Like the God of War, actually, the God of War games are the only games on the Vita that I that I'm aware of um, that have actually made me question whether or not I should get one. Right, but what what was the choice you ultimately made? Well, I got a 3DS. Can you play God of War on those? No. <laughs> there you go. I know. 
It's a thing. Actually, I actually started with a 2DS. What? I know. <laughs> Why? Because I was like, I had kind of gotten to the point where... Like, it's so eh. funny looking. I know, I know. I was like, do I want to Do I want to invest in another system? Do I want to do the 3DS? It seems so gimmicky and la, 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 la. And I played it enough to where I'm like, okay, this is fun, but I still do. I really want that. Do I want to spend $200 on a 3DS? And then the 2DS came out, and it plays all the same games on and on and on, just a smaller screen, and it's all one thing. Yep. It's 100 bucks. I'm like... Okay, I can do that. So I played it, and my big old man hands <laughs> were too big for the thing. Even And I powered through a handful of games on that thing. And finally, after like a week of really gnarly arthritis-feeling crap with my hands, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take this back in, and yeah. I'll just pay the difference. And I did, and I love it. Yeah. So I don't play it as much as I should, but I do love yeah, it. Yeah, so. it's great. But to me, like trying to cram those giant – Big game experiences down into a handheld doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no. no. Like, I don't need to play... I'm not going to play Halo on a handheld. I'm not going to play God of War on a handheld. I'm not going to play Uncharted on a handheld. I'm not going to... Like, these big blockbuster games don't right. really belong on a handheld. So It's true. It's true. I don't think that... Right. That, that, does, that system doesn't hold a place for me, personally. And that's, that's fair. So... Yeah. Are we going to talk about Rocket League? Is this, is this the part we talk about Rocket League? Cliff, what do you think? Good. Great. So, we found out that Cliff has done nothing but play Rocket League. <laughs> Cliff, what are you doing in Disneyland? I'm playing, playing Rocket, Rocket League. League. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's driving, I wonder if he's in the Cars Land ride, and he's trying to push a button to make the car flip up in the air and hit his turbo and knock a ball. I wonder if he's trying to do that in those cars. <laughs> it's like he brought Rocket League right? to Disneyland. <laughs> like, is that like a bumper, bumper cars thing? No, no. Oh, have, you not, have you not been to Disneyland? No. Oh, I've never been, but I'm I, going to Disney World soon. So. Disney World's fun, but you don't get the Cars Land experience. Yeah. Oh, because it's have, a California adventure. If they did have bumper cars, that'd be hilarious, though. He just, like, throws a ball in there and just starts, right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get my Rocket League in. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Tonight on the news, we're going to see some horrible <laughs> thing happening in California. Cliff's going to be front and center with Cars Land on fire behind him. Yeah. But, uh, um, anyway. We do <clears> have one. You want to finish it off with a... Uh, a question from Vinny. Yeah, Vinny, who is a very enthusiastic questioner. Of yeah, I know. Our, of our intellect, asks good questions. Um, so I don't know if he's asking about our intellect. I think he's asking for a personal opinion. That, if he were asking our that intellect, that might have been a joke because yeah. he's testing our metal. M mm. e t t l e. Oh, that's how you spell it. Um. So this <laughs> launches our second epi- our second segment of question from Vinny. Yeah. It could be a new, if he keeps up with sending us questions. We'll call it My Cousin Vinny, and it'll be a random question about video games. Yeah, from Vinny each week. It'll be great. What do you say, Vinny? His question this week is, what games do you guys love or at least enjoy that was rated very poorly amongst the community? And I wish I'd have read the show notes before this, or at least paid attention, because now I have to think. I, I mean... Maybe think of this more as a guilty pleasure, right? Right. You're oh, playing okay. a game that's bad. Yeah. Well, it's not a the game that I'm th- that that popped right into my head. It's not a bad game. It's just I don't think anybody would ever think that that's my go-to game if I just want to kill time. And I wish I had a copy of it. Hot Shots Golf Two. <laughs> Is that the Hot Shots Golf Two or Three? It was on the PS2, and it was you had the short little whatever those kind of characters are called. 
Uh, anyway, there were short little cartoony looking characters, and it was just this crazy golf game with legit golf mechanics uh-huh. and golf clubs, and I mean, and, and everything. Like it was a legit golf game with these weird cartoony characters and these over the top power ups and, and, and whatever. But it played like a regular golf game, and I'm not kidding when I say I could probably kill five hours on that game like it was nothing and want to keep playing. So I don't remember it being poorly received. I don't remember it even being received. Yeah. I just remember it being there, and I know they've made a number of those games in that series. And it was just always a lot of fun. Just a time suck. Do you remember Outlaw Golf? I know I, I, the na- I know I know the name. I know I know that name. Because that was like... I don't, I don't, I'm just remembering that came to my mind when you said hmm. Hot Shots Golf, not that those are the same games or anything, but right. um, it was like golf, but like with criminals or something. I don't know. Like there's like golf like in the old West, maybe bad, bad dudes. Like, I don't remember that. I, I mean, I know, I know I've seen the name, but I I've, guess it was, I've never played like, it. There was like, seemed to be a time where video games kind of went through this MTV style, like. I don't know when Jackass was popular. Maybe I don't. I don't yeah. know what it was, but like you had like BMX Triple X and like these oh, weird yeah. like raunchy like takes on video games that have no reason to be raunch. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I right. just thought of that. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I so don't you're not that. into not into that game. No, I played the Hot Shots Golf. Hot Shots Golf. Yeah. So it was just golf. It's a golf game. It's a golf game. Just straight up golf game. There's no, I mean, it's, it's a golf game. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else I could say about it. It's a golf game. And it was bright and it was color, colorful and it was a fairly deep playing system from what I can remember. But I used to play, I would play that all the time. <clears throat> so, and I still, I've got, I've still got my PS2, so maybe I should just look for a copy of it somewhere and fire that up. And see if it's as good as I remember. Because like, it's probably not. Terrible. It's probably terrible. I'm going to go play Wii Golf. Oh, why? Wii Golf was terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Was Wii Golf that terrible? Yes. I thought it was. I thought all the Wii Sports games were terrible. Your Hot Shots Golf snobbery is showing. <laughs> yeah. Duh. It was amazing. I'd always get fun of by whoever was hanging out with me. I'm like, I'm going to play some Hot Shots Golf. Really? Yeah, I am. And I'm going to love it. It was good. <laughs> So I don't know about the like what do you like that's prob that's an older game that I played that I I can't remember if it was well received or 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 rated well or what. Um but I can't I can't remember I guess the only game that I've played recently I'm going to have to think about it. What about you? What do you have anything? Like what's a game you've played that you just play it and like if people knew you played it, they would make fun of you. Yeah. What game is that? Yeah, I don't. This is this is kind of a tricky question. Yeah, because um, I'm not afraid to like a game too that's generally received not so well for right. whatever reason. But like, if you like a game, you like a game. Yeah, that's just all there is to it. Um, but at the same time, like we do have such access to like. Uh, reviews and things and they can probably brainwash us a little bit into thinking a game's bad and we don't ever buy it in the first place right right so hopefully we kind of weed out some of those games Mm -hmm. um that might be sleeper hits and we might actually really enjoy right um but just because generally the information's everywhere on just about every game that comes um, out that unless we see that between seven and ten rating pop up 
on a game review, we're probably going to pass it over, yeah. which sucks because there's a lot of great games out there that fall well into the solid three or four range that we're not touching. Yeah. Or at least they say fall into the three or four range that we're not going to play. So I don't know. Like the only game I, I play. So I play the division and I like the division. The division was also very oddly enough divisive. Uh-huh. See what I did there? But people really loved the division or they really hated the division. And it had a lot to do with when it came on the scene and it was released. There were a lot of bugs and a lot of screw ups in the code or whatever. And I, whether it was game breaking or not, sometimes they were or, or, or whatever. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. I happen to like it, but I know a lot of people that don't like that game. So I wouldn't say that it was poorly reviewed. But I know it was very divisive, so it was definitely one of those love it or hate it kind of games. And I still play it, because I'll go back to that and I'll, you know, kill an hour or two just to break up the seriousness of The Last of Us that I just went through. Yeah. I think that's a good, I think that's a good answer for you, because I've heard that game didn't quite... It's not quite what, was what everybody it, was expecting. Well, the anticipation. Yeah. Um, I still really, really like it, though, because everybody was trying yeah. to compare it to, or they were trying to say it was going to be like another Destiny. And in a way, was Destiny? Yeah. Similar. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, it sounded weird when I said it. Like, <laughs> I think everybody was expecting it to be kind of like Destiny, and in a lot of ways it is, but it's the more realistic setting and the more realistic shooting mechanics or whatever kind of you know change that up and there was just a bunch of weird little things like at one point i want to say you could walk through a wall to some end game tank thing and people were finding ways to break the game and like there were these loot like these loot ca- caverns kind of like in destiny like these loot caves where you could just things would constantly respawn and you could get more and more loot by doing simple menial things yeah. there were a lot of weird little bugs in it so people didn't like that which is fine yeah, yeah understandable yeah. um and the, the littlest things, right? Can yeah. I mean, and then depending on how how much we enjoy a game, we can just look right past those those little errors that might just totally mm-hmm. ruin another game. Well, yeah, because the guys that are playing Destiny or not Destiny, but Division, the guys that are playing the Division, they want all the best loot and the blah 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 blah. That's not me. So they're gonna find all kinds of stuff wrong with it, I'm sure. Whereas me, I'm just gonna run through and you know take a couple of pot shots at these guys beating somebody in the middle of the street and call it a day. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think back to something, um, a game that I don't think, it kind of it had a good, kind of had good press around it in the mm-hmm. beginning. It was kind of hyped up and might not have delivered exactly what might have been um, expected of it, but I thought it was great, was The Saboteur. So yeah, this was this on Xbox 360. It was that, there. I had it on Xbox 360. It might have been available on PlayStation 3 as well, probably, and mm-hmm. maybe PC. But this was a really cool game. Um, it was an open-world, third-person, action-shootery kind of um, game set in World War II. Um, so you're in German-occupied France, um, and you are this saboteur, right? But it was really cool how this game was presented. Um, it was black and white. However, once you claimed back a part of the city that was um, occupied by Nazis, then you would restore color to that part of the city. Okay. It was was just really neat. Um, 
look-wise. And it was a really cool-looking game because it was kind of that noir aesthetic. So, I mean, contrasty, black and white, Mm -hmm. um, rainy, I mean, cool setting. Uh, But, I mean, it played, like, your typical kind of open-world third person, which has always been something that, like, I'm looking for. Like, after I ever... Ever since I played Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, give me an open world third person <laughs> action shooting game. Like, I'm into it. Right. <laughs> um, so whether that was like this or Mercenaries or these um, games like that, like I, I was super into those. Um, again, this might have been a solid game. Um, I can't exactly remember what exactly the the uh, the reviews the reviews the critics were. Said about it. I yeah. mean, it, it, like it might have been reviewed fairly well, but I don't think it was um, quite what was expected of it as i mean i was happy to have played it and i probably bought it day one (laughs) um and i don't regret it that you know Uh oh yeah gotcha yeah well sweet it's a good question we might have to revisit that one with cliff too yeah because i'd love to know what games he because he obviously plays more games than all of us combined yeah um because my friend (laughs) will was all he listens to the podcast and he'll be all how many games does Cliff play? What does he do? And I'm like, what does this guy do? Well, he's he does this and he's that, but he plays so many games. What, does he have a family? Yeah. Do they miss him? I don't know. <laughs> do but, they play with him? Uh, Are they like yeah. a game playing family? It's weird. Well, it's not. Sorry, Cliff, you're not here. We get to talk about you. Um, it's all speculation. Yeah. So I'd love I'd love to hear what he uh, what his two cents worth would be on that. Yeah. Because he's definitely the hardcore of us. Yeah, or just has a, a more vast library of game knowledge than well, yeah. than we do. Um, True. So yeah, so those are our answers, but we'll sh- we'll we'll table that question uh, and have Cliff at his bits when he comes back next yeah, week, and maybe we'll have something better. Yeah, that, it'll strike know. you at the yeah. At it's going to be one of those like, where I probably, like I said, I probably should have read the show notes kind of ahead yeah. of time. Even though I remember seeing Vinny post that comment and that question yeah, on I've our been, Facebook. I've page. been thinking about that one a lot. But again, these yeah. aren't these are good questions. So, mm-hmm. and I want to give a good answer, but it might take a <laughs> like. I mean, we've only had a week to figure it out, Dylan. That's I know. Sometimes, like, but sometimes then, you need more time. It's, I guess, like, how do you actually find out if this is the correct game? Like, okay, is this game? How was this rated? Like, you have to go back in the past and try to like dictate what was actually mm-hmm. the thought of this game when it came out. How was it reviewed, and how did right. we generally perceive that game then? Right. And bring it now. I mean, if a game had come out yesterday, because um, I mean, I could say like, I mean, Sunset Overdrive was again kind of one of those games that. I think went in the bargain bin pretty quick. Um, it wasn't reviewed too poorly. No, that's a really no, fun I remember, game. That's yeah, a really I, fun game. I remember hearing about that so, game. That's an Xbox exclusive, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's that was one of the. I remember seeing a list somewhere of underrated games, and I know we talked about games last week that were kind of obscure, but that was one of them. Yeah, I mean that, that's definitely not an obscure game that right. that was right in the forefront. They packaged it with a new, brand new white Xbox One console and right. moved white Xbox Ones with that game. Right, um, and it was glitzy, had a lot of hype, came out. It, it I probably kinda, it got it was fairly well received, but I think it got thrown in the bargain pretty quick. I don't know. Right, I mean, who knows why that happens with certain games? Um, well, it's but, like when because we we talked about a game. Uh, in one of our first podcasts that came out in between, uh, what was it? Call of Duty, not Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield. One, a game came out between like Battlefield One and something else, and we can't remember. I can't remember what game that was, but it was a great game, and it just kind of got 
see, we can't remember it. Yeah. The forgotten game. Yeah, it's one of those games where it's like they just chose poorly and in their release window. Right. Oh, so. yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's like movies that don't want to get com- trampled on by other yeah. big things that happen at the same time. It's like great movies that don't stand a chance up against, like, you know, the Marvel Universe movies or whatever. Well, you're not going to release your movie yeah. in May, June, or July. You're just not going to release it in there. Yeah. And you're going to release it when it's quieter, in, like, January or February. So yeah. I guess I'll, I'll mention one more thing on this is, uh, for example, recently Battleborn came out right next to Overwatch mm-hmm. and is a very similar game, kind of looks the same. It did not get reviewed as well. Or very well at all, but I've heard people really enjoy that game. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to play it just to see, like, was this totally overshadowed by Overwatch? Um, is it playable? Like, is this a fun game? Mm-hmm. And because it, it came out, I think, like the week before Overwatch, and it kind of looked very similar, and they were kind of on the same level in the hype coming out, like, which one of these games is going to be the one? Exactly. And, Overwatch just went, just trampled it. But does that you mean this what? game's bad? Well, you know what might be a fun little project for us to do? Like, we'll, we'll, and we'll work on this, but we should look at, you know, over the last couple of years, at all the big AAA releases that come out that everybody's always super, super hyped for, and then look two or three slots below that to see what other games were released on that day or in that right. same window and kind of go through and play these games that got overshadowed by all the call of calls of duties and the battlefields yeah. and the, all these crazy big triple a titles that everybody knows that would be a fun little project to kind of yeah. go back and see what games came out did you know totally this missed. game got released right <laughs> um because yeah i mean i i bet that's a lot to do with I mean, yeah, because there might be a lot of really great games that are just sitting there underneath all these giant titles everybody knows and loves, but we didn't touch because we never played them. We didn't hear about them. So it's amazing what marketing can do, right? Seriously. That's why I'm in the business. (laughs) What? All right. Is that? I think that's it. Do we have, we don't have any really cheap or free stuff because all this, if you missed the sales last weekend, you kind of missed out. The flash sale was cool. It came and went. There wasn't Mm -hmm. a whole lot that I was super interested in. No, but uh, but I did buy Ninja Senki DX. That sounds. No idea what it is. Like a game? Yeah, it's a game. Um, (laughs) I bought Oddworld New and Tasty. Oh, I almost bought that. Yeah, I bought that because it was like eight bucks. I can't, you couldn't pass it up. So I got that and it's only playable on the PS3. Or the PS Vita. Did you buy the wrong one? I think I did. (laughs) That's okay. Um, I also got Shantae Risky's Revenge, which is this like 16-bit pixely platformer where you play a girl with this hair and you slap people with your hair. That got really great reviews, and that was only like $4. Or actually, I think it might have been cheaper than that. But I got that, and then I also got uh, DMC. So yeah. I knew that I'd bought other stuff on the, the Flash yeah. sale. But, yeah, again, it's the Flash sale. It's in the past. It's yeah. done. Did you download them to your PS4 yet? No, not yet. I think DMC I did. In the case of Oddworld, I think you can get a refund if you haven't downloaded it to your system yet. Oh, really? So you could probably return it and get the right and get the correct one. Oh, okay. Because I think I mean, there there is a PS4 one, I think. Uh, possibly. Yeah. I've still got my, I mean, I've got my PS3. So I, I can easily yeah. flip that on and play it on there. Yeah, you can't get a refund for a bad game, but if you right. accidentally <laughs> click something. Unless I think you can... your bad game is No Man's Sky. Yeah. And you were able to. Which Unless I... your game is so bad. Yeah. Your bad game is so bad. I kind of want to revisit that, though. Yeah. Because with all the updates and, and stuff, it's yeah. supposedly gotten a lot better. So Yeah, that's I'll good to that hear because I'm glad they're trying to correct something that was yeah. Yeah. apparently so. a, a pretty big problem. So. Oh, yeah. 
Well, until next week. Yeah, when Cliff is back to and regale we can us with all about Rocket League. <laughs> oh, Rocket League. We should play a whole lot of Rocket League before he gets back, and you and I can launch into a big Rocket League discussion. Before he even It'd gets be, a chance. Yeah. That's a plan. Let's do it. Okay. Or we can play Rocket League without him. Oh, he would cry. (laughs) I think he would actually cry. Are you crying, Cliff? When you're listening to this? He's probably crying. But that's okay. A moment of silence for Cliff. And Rocket League. Now check us out. (laughs) Yeah, where you can you can find us online, bitemepodcast.com, and then all the social medias, bite B-Y-T-E me podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love your questions. Send us some questions however you want to send them to us. Yes, please. Uh, Podcast One, we're all over that. Make sure you like us, rate us on there. Uh, iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. Oh, and there's also some other app that my friend Will uses. I know I said Will's name like four times. Uh, It's called Overcast. Oh, yeah? You found us on there? Yeah, well, I think you can link it to iTunes or whatever. And if you don't like how we drone on and on about stuff, you can actually speed up the listening speed. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah, you can speed us up. So if you want to get through our podcast in half the time, download Overcast. We'll or, sound like chipmunks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty kind much. of amazing. I know. Sort of. I think. Maybe like, obnoxious. People want to listen to us, but not for that long. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. At least Thanks you're not trying to listen to half the episode. At least you want to squeeze the whole episode yeah. in and half the time. <laughs> nice I appreciate to know that. that compelling, I guess. That's really interesting. Yeah. All right, I'm so. never going to do that. No. No. I like listening to myself That would drive me talk. bananas. <laughs> you said bananas twice. Now you have to go back and listen to how many times I said bananas in this episode. Well, that would be the third time in my count. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. Bye, me. Hmm.